Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, it 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom up, America. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. What a great night in uh, in sports. I, I know that, like, we don't try and be fake about it in terms of how much we follow baseball. John and I, and, and Dan as well. Dan's a big Milwaukee Brewer fan. Um, Ryan Music and I are big Angel fans. Ramos is our resident Dodger fans. Ramos, are you bothered by the Dodger fever, which I, I, have, I have caught? I am not bothered by that. If uh, there's a term that we use, it's called ah, I shouldn't say bandwagon. That's that's, no, that's a, a bandwagon. Yeah, it's a bandwagon. It's okay. No, if if you want to jump on the ride, uh, it's all open. You know, um, here's what's interesting. Last night, Clayton Kershaw pitched a, a gem. Uh, it wasn't just that he only gave up one run, which was a solo home run. It was that he he had swings and misses. Right. Matter of fact, he had eight strikeouts, six innings pitched. A, a, a complete and thorough domination of the Rays. Now, the Rays are not the lineup of the Astros, which when we last saw him in a World Series against the Astros, it was, not, it was not good. Or at least that's what we think. Here's what I always find to be super, super curious, right? If I say Clayton Kershaw, for a long time, we used to call him Clayton Manning, which I think is probably the best nickname, right? Clayton Manning, because... Peyton Manning, though he has two Super Bowls, is known for being a slightly above or a 500 quarterback in the playoffs as opposed to a well over 500 quarterback. Arguably, when he retired, this is what people forget, that because Brady's won Super Bowls recently, all of a sudden now it's Brady's the greatest of all time. There was a good period of time there where, where Peyton Manning was considered the best quarterback of all time. 
Clayton Kershaw last night, six innings pitch, one earned run, eight strikeouts. When I tell you that he has always been a clutch pitcher, you're going to sit there and go, San Luis Cardinals or Astros World Series. But I bet Dan Byer knows this one because he's a Brewers fan. Game seven, game seven of the NLCS, he came in to close out the ninth inning. He got two strikeouts. Uh, in the first game of the World Series against the Astros, we focus on, what was it, game six? Game six when he got when he got shelled? Game five, sorry, when he got shelled late in the game. But game one, seven innings pitched, one earned run against an amazing lineup, which most people believe had the goods on what pitch was coming at them. I point to, uh, there was an NLDS game four, a must-win game for the Dodgers back in 2015. Ramos remembers it. Seven innings pitched, one earned run. In Clayton Kershaw's playoff career, he has 13 starts. 13 where he has given up two or fewer runs. He has only six starts where he's given up five or more runs. And it's happened every time he's made it to the fifth inning. So so here's kind of the point. If you are nervous, if you're a choker, it, wouldn't you be super tight at the beginning of some of these games? Or wouldn't it be every time you pick up the baseball in the World Series? I, I'm not going to argue that there have been times in which he's gotten shelled, especially later in games. It happened to Pedro Martinez. Do you remember Pedro Martinez? Like, everybody has forgotten 2003, Pedro, because 2004, Dave Roberts stole the base and they had the greatest comeback in the history of sports. Do you remember what happened in 2003? Pedro Martinez's numbers changed dramatically when he got over 100 pitches. Grady Little was his manager. They get through game, They get through the sixth inning, the sixth inning, with Pedro Martinez as the starting pitcher, and he shakes everybody's hands, and he puts on the old starter jacket, right? And then they, I think they added on a run in the sixth inning, so they throw him back out there, and he gets shelled. Pedro Martinez is, I think, inarguably, but maybe arguably, the best pitcher of my lifetime. That's how good Pedro Martinez. Go back and look. And remember, what Pedro was doing, he was doing during the height of the steroids era. And I'd like to think he wasn't on it. But even if he was, which I, I don't think he was never been mentioned, it, it, I find it hard based upon his body type, but I put it past nobody. He was the best pitcher of the steroid era. And the likelihood is he wasn't on the stuff. But as a great pitcher, he would have this thing. When he'd get to 100 pitches, he was hittable. And the same thing would happen to Clayton Kershaw. He'd throw over 200 innings, and then he'd get late into the game in the NLCS against the St. Louis Cardinals in the second start, and they get to the seventh inning or the sixth inning, and he'd get shelled. And, and so I don't know if the Dodgers win the series. They're the prohibitive favorites. It is still smart money to bet on the Rays because the Rays, it seems like every dude they have is 6'5 to 6'8 and throws 100, right? Like, wait, another guy throws 100? There's a righty that throws 100? Now a lefty that throws 100? Now a righty that throws 100? It's crazy. But have we gotten to the place to where we can go like, you know what? Clayton Kershaw is a hell of a pitcher. And has he had some, has he had some moments where he's thrown some pitches you like to take back? Sure. The game five against the Astros, we don't know if it's on the up and up. There, there's no excuse against the Cardinals several times over, but he was used a lot and it was late in games. And I guess my biggest point is, if you really are a choker, wouldn't you have been nervous last night? Or wouldn't in 2017, game one against the Astros, wouldn't you have been tight? Wouldn't you have been nervous and gotten shelled or walked a bunch of guys then? No, it, it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. So I'm not, this is not Doug Gottlieb telling you that you got it wrong about Clayton Manning, Clayton Kershaw, that he's not as good in the postseason as he is regular season. I think that's fair. I also think we can make that case about a lot of star pitchers because they're used and overused during the regular season and now the elongated postseason in order to get to that place. It's funny, Mariano Rivera, would anybody argue this, is the greatest closer of our generation, maybe any generation. Is that okay? You're not, you're sitting there driving your car, listen to the Doug Gottlieb show, you're nodding your head. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, right. The, the two that got away from the Yankees, 
whether it's 2004 against the Red Sox, Mariana Rivera, or whether it was, what was it, 2002 against the Arizona Diamondbacks, Marion Rivera. There have been Marion Rivera failings at, at several times in his career. But more often than not, Mo felt like he came through. And I'm telling you, more often than not, 13 starts to six starts. And two remarkable World Series starts, closing out a Game 7 of the NLCS. I'm not telling you the narrative that he's not as good in the postseason as he is regular season is wrong, but I think there's some context to it. And at some point, we just got to admit he's really, really good. But the strike zone shrinks, the players, uh, you're playing against the best of the best. And he has been worn down. And I, I think it's reasonable to think he's human. He's not a robot, but he's also not a choker. Uh, part of this is me personally cheering for Clayton Kershaw because he's not been one of those guys that says, but, 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 but if I had better bullpen, I wouldn't have stayed in as long all of those years. But, but, but if you hadn't used me so much in the regular season, but he, none of it. Last night, he was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Byer, where are you on, um, uh, where are you on Clayton Kershaw? Um, I always, I always felt that it was a, a a bit harsh for his previous, but I, I, I mean, I just, I, I think that that he is he is great, and I think that you know, like when I think of postseason pitchers overall, you yep. know, most recently is Madison Bumgarner, but when you compare like the two regular season, you know, Kershaw is far and away. So I just, I don't think that I never thought that he was as bad of a postseason pitcher as people uh, felt, but I also will say that I don't know if last night will change anything because I do think that you kind of need those Madison Bumgarner moments to really, really change things. Fair, that makes fair. Sense. So it's a little bit like the debates where people are dug in on their, I love Clayton Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw's a choker, and even though there's new data or a new argument to be made, you're like, yeah, it's fine. I still know who I'm voting for. Yeah, yeah. And it was never that I was I was never anti Clayton Kershaw. I just don't think that the narrative is going to change, you know, per se from a game one of a World Series. Like it would have to be like, wow, Ker-, you know, the Kershaw came into re- you know sort of thing if it if it happened the series to then change things. If he comes back and he pitches another gem in the World Series and he closes it out, let's say he what's, is he slotted for game five? All right, let's let's say he yeah, because now there's days off. I, right, right. Yeah. Let, let's say he pitches game five and they win in five. Does that change it? Um, yeah, I, 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 I think slightly. I also think it'll be a World Series that maybe just kind of is forgotten. So this is the one thing about like with Bumgarner's situation with you know him coming in in Kansas City was it was a Game Seven, yeah, and you know everything was on the line and you're like oh my goodness even even in 2001 with Randy Johnson coming in. Uh, for Arizona against the Yankees in pitching, like you know, it's not that it's not that Clayton Kershaw's efforts, if he were to do that, were less than what Randy Johnson did or what Madison Bumgarner did. It's just the situation, the height of the situation that ends up allowing you to, which is not fair. I I 100 percent agree right. that it wouldn't be fair, but I just think that's it's how reality. we do things. It's, yeah. the, it's, the rea- it's the reality. It's for whatever reason in our minds, we believe that a game. Five of a World Series, it has more pressure on it than a game one of a World Series, which, you know, I look, I've never played in a World Series, but I, I find that one hard because you want to win every game. Yeah. Right. No. It's yeah. not like, well, look, if I don't win this one, we're okay. Like, no, you don't. And I understand when you're an elimination game, it's a little bit different. Um, but, and I'm not trying to convince people. I'm not sitting here trying to convince people that they've had it wrong about him. I just think there is some context needed. And there have been moments in which he stepped up and made plays and been a lights-out pitcher. And last night was one of those moments. All right, coming up next, um, Tua Tungavailoa is the new starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. But wait till you hear some of the reaction, some of the kind of surprising reaction out of uh, out of Miami today, including Ryan Fitzmagic, not happy about being benched. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any Graduate Hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide, you'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. So go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. 
Um, okay, listen. Um, I, I was watching, um, I'm not going to tell you which show it was because it wasn't on my network. But uh, I was watching a show and uh, one of the talk, one of the yackers, as uh, my friend Mike Tarico likes to say, one of the yackers said, oh, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I go and I, I demand a trade. And I tweeted this out yesterday, and I mean it. Look, I well, what I tweeted out was, in no world of the Cleveland Browns were four and two on the season, trading their best wide receiver at four and two because he, they had a bad game and he's his feelings are hurt. Right. So I just people say crap on TV and some on radio where if you actually spend five minutes and text some of your NFL friends. They'll go like, yeah, that, that's not even close to being accurate. So, yeah, I'm calling out dudes that make stuff up. I don't. Most of what I say, all of what, everything that I say I believe, and many of the things that I say I've, especially about uh, professional sports or teams that I don't know a ton about, I run it by people who really know, like, they might not agree, but like, ah, I could see it that way if that's your opinion. It's, if it's a fact or, or I, I try and substantiate some rumors. Um, I thought that everybody was sort of on board with the Tua thing. That's the only reason to make the Tua thing happen now. Yesterday, Tua Tungavailoa was named the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins after just two passes thrown on Sunday in a blowout win over the Jets. An NFL executive to Mike Sandoz said, for this to make sense, there has to be a skill component where they feel Fitz hasn't played as well as they wanted him to, and Tua is clearly better than him. This was former NFL executive Doug Whaley on the show yesterday giving his thoughts about the decision to start Tua. It's very curious to insert him now. You have a capable starter with Fitzpatrick, a, a very smart, crafty vet that has accepted the role that he's the place keeper. He could learn from that from Fitz. That type of stuff is invaluable. But with that said, there must be something in practice that is making it undeniable that he needs to be the starter because if he wasn't ready, those players in that locker room would let it be known that this is not the right move. Well, this is Ryan Fitzpatrick himself earlier today on a Zoom call talking about getting benched. This profession is interesting in that I got basically got fired yesterday, and then my day of work today consisted of me in Zoom meetings listening to the guy that fired me, and then you know locked in a, a spaced out room, you know, with my replacement for four hours today. So uh, there aren't a whole lot of jobs that are like that. Um, now look, it it reads different than it sounds, right? Because when you read that, you're like, man, that sounds super bitter. He sounds a little bit matter of fact. All that said. Boy, it sure didn't feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick was totally on board with the change being made now. Fitz said, uh, here's another one. There's a lot of stuff going through my mind yesterday. Is this it? I've been a starter. I've been benched all kinds of different ways. But this was kind of the first place other than Buffalo. I feel I've been fully committed and invested. I felt like it was my team. Um, My, my guess is that I, I maybe they saw some in practice. But Fitz doesn't seem to think so, that there's something. And we all know that Ryan Fitzpatrick has his ceiling, right? He starts out hot. People figure him out. His arm starts to fade. They make him make throws he can't make. And now he's 37 years old. It couldn't be any. All that said, all of that said, I would have thought that Fitz's kind of persona, like, look, he's a fighter. You don't last as long in the NFL unless you, you don't want to give up any sort of position. I would have thought there would have been a different feeling from the Zoom call today. Excited about Tua, excited to support him. If they need me, I'm ready. In the meantime, I'm just, but that was not what he said. He was, I'm, I'm not thinking about going in demand to get traded, but I don't know if I want to play football anymore because I've been playing good and this sucks. That's a wow. I did not think those are the comments that would come out of Miami today. And it leads me to believe that it's not about practice. It's about the Dolphins having it predetermined in their head that after the bye week, they wanted Tua to start. Like, this is their plan, and they're going through with it. And I don't, I don't, this is, it's interesting. It's 
There's a little bit of that with baseball, which is do managers come in or front offices when they talk with managers come in and have a plan and then they don't adjust to what is actually happening on the field. You know, or basketball teams, you know, in the NBA where they take out their star players at the start of the fourth quarter when sometimes the game says, leave your guys in. That's what it now feels like in Miami, that it wasn't a practice thing. It was the Dolphins come hell or high water out of the out of the bye week. They're starting to a tongue of Iowa. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, the crazy thing about John Smoltz is he could tell you as much about college basketball as he could about Major League Baseball, but he's been educating all of us on what's going on in baseball. It's just a... It's a treat to listen to a guy who really, really is invested, uses his own personal experiences, knows all the players, tells you what's going to happen before it happens. It, it, I, I'm annoying watching the World Series now because I'm like, shh, I want to watch, listen to what John Smoltz has to say. Speaking of which, he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, what was it like last night in a World Series where the place is, I don't know, a quarter full? It's a little weird because you got the combination of the fans and then the, the pumped-in noise and volume. But, um, you know, in a, in a perfect world, I know it can't work this way. It would be tremendous if baseball could go to a neutral site and no travel for the World Series. I think the, the players enjoy it more. But the definite difference is the fans. There is so much more adrenaline and pressure that can be put on when the home crowd is doing their thing against the visiting team. So this year, you know, you go from no fans to having some fans and the Braves uh, Dodger series was more of a, a Braves crowd. And this one's more of a Dodgers crowd. And that has a lot to do with obviously the, the location, but I just think uh, some fans and, and the, what they've had is better than, it's just so missed. I mean, the fans yeah. that uh, make our – it's just so missed. And, yeah, and, I just, and, and working for Fox, one of the things that Fox is famous for is those cutaways to the fans, right, with a close-up to the fans that are just, like, gripping something. You know, like, you, like the look on their faces, I just it paints the picture of what it's like. And we, we, we think of, you know, uh, Orioles, Yankees. Uh, what was the kid's name in right field that, that caught right. – the, Right. And then we – and Steve Bartman, like, fans have become, a, at times, parts of the game. Um Okay, so Kershaw before last night. Like, look, I love Kershaw. Um, I'm, you know, not just he has the same birthday as my son. My son's left-handed. I'm like, that guy is how you want to be as a pitcher. He's never complained or pointed fingers when things have gone poorly. But things at times have gone poorly for him in postseason play. Heading into last night, if you gave your honest evaluation of the postseason Clayton Kershaw, what would have been? I would have thought he was going to be really good this year. I really felt that the condensed season, there's two halves to the postseason career of Clayton Kershaw. It's the first half, dynamic, young, going to carry the club on his back, going to pitch every third, you know, pitch three days rest if he needed to, come out of the pen, carry 240 innings in the regular season. The young Kershaw could handle that. But what ends up happening in the postseason, in my opinion, is sometimes the flukish thing happens and it gets you get – blown away by it and I think instead of blowing it off Kershaw tries to go in my opinion twice as good as he can be in the regular season he can't do that no one can it's the same with Glavin and Maddox when they were so fine in their mechanics and pitches in the regular season then they try to be extra fine extra good and you just don't have that ability so I think with Clayton sometimes I watch the game and I see him give up a home run or something happened and he looks almost shocked instead of, okay, no big deal. Let's go get the next one. He's carrying a narrative. I felt unfairly on his back for most of his career because of those three flukish games that changed his whole postseason narrative. Like the name on your back has such an advantage until all of a sudden you show a crack. And then all of a sudden, the name on your back, the other team goes, well, he's, he's not superhuman. Now we can, you know, maybe this is the area we can get him. And so many of those games individually were crazy in how they came about that it just built this uh, what's wrong with Clayton Kershaw narrative. And I'm telling you, in the postseason, if he can get to where I thought this year he's been, um, he will get over that hump and never look back, even though that he's older. Yeah. And and you could almost see it. it, it it's at times starts to annoy him in in a way where um, 
it's a it, no one wants to be asked those questions constantly. Like he could have four straight ga- great games in a row and have one clunker, and what is everyone going to say? Clunker, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. he's twelve same, and twelve. Same old, same old I, Clayton. Yeah. Right, and so that's what I love and hate about the postseason. I love that every time I took the mound, I had a chance to answer those questions, and not so much in a great way. But what it brought out in me was an ability to slow everything down. I had the ability to go to the, you know, mix and match in the strike zone, and I think you got to embrace it so that you are are content in your own skin that whatever happens, and just know that you got to treat it like a fluke. And so I thought last night, I saw something in the first inning, looked a little tight, looked a little like maybe he wasn't connected with his pitches. And that's why I said, if he gets out of the first inning, he's going to cruise. Yeah. I, I've seen it too much, and he did. And he gave up one 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 home run. And, and it, you could just sense that, that there was a sigh of relief for him going game one. And, and, and maybe, you know, this helps him turn the corner. It's, it's interesting, the power of the postseason. Of course, Cody Bellinger had the big home run in Game 7 against the Braves. He had the home run last night. So if you asked average fan, Cody Bellinger would be like, oh, he's awesome. He's amazing. He's the NL MVP. Like, he actually had a bad year. But right. because of these massive, massive moments. Um, uh, but last night was in, you know, like, they've had two nights in a row, two kind of games in a row where anything that could have gone their way, with the exception of Bellinger dropping that ball late, seem to kind of go their way um, do, in, in your mind do things ultimately even out or is this some sort of destiny for the Dodgers well I really think the Dodgers have put themselves in a position where I don't mean this literally they have so many choices that sometimes you can get a little too creative and a little too smart and 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 bring the other team back in the fray if they stick to their process and that's why I thought the tournament format had a better – it was better for them because they they were going to have to use their depth. Even though they got down three games to one, I felt like the depth was too strong against the, the Braves, and it proved to be true. Uh, but they put so much heat on the other team offensively by either taking walks, long at-bats, that they make you have to pitch perfectly against them. You can, you can do it. You can beat this team. And the, and the Rays can certainly do that, but they're going to have to have five pieces pitch great, what I mean, the starter and four relievers. And I think that was the format going in. Game one didn't kind of, kind of go that way. But I just, I just think the Dodgers in their philosophy offensively, one through nine, you know, the Rays don't get much out of the bottom of their order. The Braves didn't get much out of the bottom of their order. You can't say that for the Dodgers. They get big home runs. They get big hits. It's a lengthy order, and there's no doubt that Mookie Betts is a difference maker. All right, I want to ask you about Mookie Betts. Um, the conversation has started. Mookie Betts or Mike Trout? You're, you know, I, I know they're a little bit different ages. They're different players, different body types, uh, different styles. You can only pick one. Pick one. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, mainly the easy answer is Mike Trout. Um but Mike Trout hasn't had a chance to get to the postseason to see what he could do and carry a club by himself. I mean, here's what I thought about Mike Trout when he came into the league. He could steal a base anytime he wanted. He could hit for power, hit for average, and beat you with his defense and his legs. I, I think the legs have been taken from him because of the philosophy, and that's exactly what Mookie Betts is minus a little bit of power. It's like half one dozen the other. I mean, you've got a center fielder. Mookie Betts could play center on any team but he's such a weapon because of what Bellinger can do. Um, it's it's really, you're not going to go wrong with either. Boogie Vest is going to win an MVP, yeah. and we all know that Trout could have had how many? 17 by now. So it, it, it's, a, uh, it's a great question, and it really is more to do with if you need somebody to carry a team, Mike Trout, if you need somebody to be a difference maker in a team that's already really good, I mean, Mookie Betts does that uh, for the Dodgers. Yeah, it feels like Mookie Betts or Mike Trout, and the answer is yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, John Smoltz joining us. Um, Buck doing okay up there? Like, he's doing seven in seven days. I mean, granted, uh, he's he's not going through a terminal to fly, and <laughs> and and I'm and I'm sure he's got food and makeup, and, and he's sleeping in a really nice hotel room, but how's he hanging in? You know, it's amazing. I'm, uh, I'm blown away by – I don't know that – I just don't know many people that can do this transitional change and on the fly and, and 
you know, I love working with Joe and he makes my job so easy. Um, it, 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 I don't think, um, I know I couldn't do it like that, but he's, he's one of the best and, and it transitions like it's like he's been following both all year long. And it really is amazing. Um, and I, uh, I marvel every time we get around this time of the year when I see uh, it's not even it's not even close to the same sport. Like the the the, the knowledge factor is is so different what you have to have in football than in baseball. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and the the cadence is there. Like so many things, the cadence is different. Obviously, you're working with different people, not just directors, but 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 talent. You know, working with Troy, who's working for the year now, working with you. It's 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 just it's fascinating to see and. Uh, those those really elite play-by-play guys are almost all like Mensa members. They're all crazy smart, and the stuff they can stack in their head is just is is remarkable. Um, let's say the Dodgers, it's let's say it's close in these games. Any idea what they're going to do in the ninth inning? Because I I've watched them all year, and I really don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's cut and dry. I know that there's been a nice bounce back by Kenley, and that's great for the Dodgers. Just gives them more luxury. And again, it goes. That's what I'm saying. It goes to that luxury of options. The postseason provides moments that, for managers, it is the difficult, most difficult thing to do, and not lose faith in your guy. I mean, there only takes one bad outing, and you go, "Oh, now we got to pitch a man down." And they've done that two different times with Kenley, and Kenley has come back, been the ultimate team player, and fixed whatever he's been dealing with with his cutter, and it looks so much better now. And so that that's like adding a pitcher again. And then you'll see, you know, moments like last night where a couple pitchers may not have it. It is a difficult task managing a bullpen when you have to manage a lot of pieces of it. But again, the Dodgers have a lot of resources. Look what Washington had to do last year. They basically had a three man bullpen. They they couldn't go to almost every guy and they were they miraculously won the World Series because their starters were kind of mixed in and a relief. They did an unbelievable job. So um, I know this about bullpenning, and the Rays would love to mix and match and get into a game where they get the lead. It's over. I mean, that's how good their bullpen's been, and they just need the lead by the fifth or sixth inning, and we're talking about a totally different series. So this World Series is going to be played shorter for the Dodgers, yep. and, of course, the, the Rays want to play it as long as possible because they can lengthen a game with their with their incredible arm. Yeah, it reminds me the Cubs had basically three relievers. I don't know, Joe Madden just stopped trusting his bullpen a couple years ago and they it took yes, them seven games but they, right. but they but they they won. Um last thing, are you told and this is where I learn every time I'm watching I learn something about baseball I didn't know. You were talking about how when you moved to the bullpen, then I I think it was in the playoffs you you had to throw extra innings and you were just absolutely exhausted because the conditioning is so different. Having yeah. done having done both. Um which is harder? Back end, you know, back end of the World Series or front end? Yeah, the back end. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the, the difference in how we were able to be reared up and do our job. We were trained to throw 250, and that was no big deal. 250 innings. Um, you train like a marathon, and you just know that each game you're you're going to pitch eight or nine innings. That's your mindset, and so your condition. Don't get me wrong. At the end of 1996, when I had close to 300 innings. I was gassed, yeah. tapped out, lost that game one nothing to the Yankees. Sandy Pettit, I was done, shoulder done. But then the year I had 55 saves, and the year that I pitched in the postseason, the following year, and had three innings out of relief to win an elimination game out of relief. I I've never been so tired in my life, and yet I would pitch eight or nine innings on a regular, you know, seven eight on a regular basis. It's the training and the sprints that you have to do and the adrenaline that gets to you. And when you're forced to do something totally different or out of your comfort zone, it takes a while. It's an adjustment. And so those guys that come in, even though it's this is not this is a condensed version, that bullpen was gassed for the Rays going through that seven games with the Houston Astros. They needed those two do-off days. And maybe part of the reason why um, Tyler Glass now pitched so many had so many pitches just to give the rest of those guys one more day rest. So it's an incredible mental. See, you get to the postseason, the world series, you have to play mental gymnastics, not only with the narratives that change. Oh, they're done. Oh, they're back in it. No, this series is over, you know, and that back and forth will wear you out, but it's also the way that you go about your business and you're just getting up and down a lot. So it's, it's, 
the adrenaline's awesome, but remember, the half that adrenaline's gone because the crowd's not there. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. That adrenaline. You, you, that, that is a big thing. No, no, no question. Especially you know when you when you get when you're exhausted, you need it to kind of dial it up. You know the Glassdale thing. I mean, as big as he is, and they seem to every guy out of their pen is like six five and above and just throws gas. It's interesting. Uh, Tom Holiday's a friend of mine. He was the head coach at Oklahoma State when I was there. Of course, his son's now the head coach, and he told me he's like, look, one of the big changes in baseball is you used to put a big guy at first base and make him do a power hitter. You know now now they're all pitchers. And yeah. and that that's where is that is that fair is that why we're seeing all these six five and above tall drink of waters come out just throwing gas? Yeah, and they're training they're training these guys to throw it through a brick wall. And and, and I'll tell you, never have we seen velocity like this. But I, I still have a theory that it's going to come around. If you can train guys to throw a baseball in a particular area and perfect that, you're going to be much better than if you just throw a hundred to hundred one in a big big square box. I think that's the, still the beauty of baseball is if you know where it's going, you're going to be real successful. Yeah. If you're just basically rearing back and letting it go, you're going to be successful, but I don't think it's long-term, and I think you can get away with it, and that's the way baseball's tried to piece things together. Okay, you gave me four. I'll get the next donkey in here throwing 100, then the next guy throwing 100, and I'll just piece it together like that. So that's the difference kind of in today's baseball where you know you don't have to be – mechanically perfectly sound you just have to be built to throw a ball extremely hard and for example though last night kershaw an artist with what he was doing with with, yeah. with less velocity as opposed to glass now who who can just who who just just guns it well i got a little lefty hopefully he's able to paint those corners we appreciate you joining us uh, john and uh continue great work we really appreciate your time you got it my pleasure all right it's john smoltz Major League Baseball and Fox analyst for uh, the World Series and all the playoffs. Coming up next, we got a little real news or fake news. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to Tyrac.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, Tyrac is the experts. That's Tyrac.com slash sports, Tyrac.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Uh, I love this. Uh, there's a kid named Miles Brown who is like 15 years old who's on another show, and they're asking him, why do you think LeBron's the goat over Jordan? Like, I wasn't even alive when Jordan was playing. The dumbest conversation ever. We don't have dumb conversations. Well, we do sometimes. Let's get to a game. This is Fire. game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan Buyer. Buyer. Doug, the game today is... Real news, fake news. All right, Doug, real news or fake news that Jonah Ramos will be on next hour to debate who's better, Jordan or LeBron. Is that Uh, real news or fake news? That's fake news, although I'm watching the Crest commercial and Jonah could clearly be on that one. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Now, let's actually start this one out. Real news or fake news, Doug, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred wants to keep the rule that allowed a runner to be on second base when starting extra innings. He wants to keep it for next season. Regular season? Yes. Yeah, it, uh, it's real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Yes, made the comments prior to yesterday's game. One of the World Series also said, that, by the way, the second base rule not happening in this postseason, but he also said that expanded playoffs, maybe not 16 teams like they had this year, but they'd like to expand the playoffs uh, even more. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they did it before to get uh, the Yankees and Red Sox always in. And unfortunately, the Red Sox stunk and the Yankees didn't win to get to the ALCS. But um, yeah, like it, it's weird. Baseball was so th- we didn't want to expand to the wild card. Then they didn't like the wild card and then they changed it again and had the play in games. I think this makes sense. Doug, real news or fake news, Lakers forward LeBron James says he has no dog in the fight when it comes to the World Series because he roots for the Indians. Is that real news or fake news? That's fake news. You are fake news. Now he's a Dodgers fan. Oh, he's a Dodger. I was a lifelong Yankee fan until I moved to Los Angeles late in my career and became a Dodger fan. Well, and remember in 2016 when the Indians played the Cubs, he was all Indians at that point. Oh, yeah, he's a super Indian guy. I tweeted last night, one down. One down. And then tagged more. uh, Los Dodgers. If he, if he tweets out those doyers, then you know, like, all right. He he, he tagged more people than a kid on a, at recess on a schoolyard. Oh. Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts, the Dodgers made up a hashtag ah. onto the next one. You think he's met any of those people? Maybe Mookie Betts. <laughs> Real news or fake news, Doug? The NFL has many contingency plans for the Super Bowl, including playing the game in March. Uh, that's real news. 
They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Green Bay Packers CEO Mark Murphy told Packer fans over the weekend that they could move the Super Bowl back as far as four weeks, saying, quote, obviously we'd prefer not to do that, but you do have that flexibility if we run into a number of outbreaks with different teams or if we have to kind of move the schedule back. Mm. So March Madness. The selection show leading into uh, the Super Bowl. (laughs) That would be bad for basketball. All this is bad for college basketball. Uh, it's It's a shortened game time today. Good job. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, all right, coming up next, we're going to get into football, specifically the Dallas Cowboys. Yesterday, we talked about the Cowboys, and Mike McCarthy kind of reacted to this story today, the story yesterday about a couple players coming out and ripping him, saying the coaches aren't good at their jobs. We hear what, what what Mike McCarthy had to say in defense of well, Mike McCarthy, but I I. I think there's something more at play here. And it's the Cowboys versus the Steelers. A a discussion next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeart Radio's iHeart Country Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.